Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got a nice, easy episode to sort of start to close out the week uh, today. Tommy and I are going to be breaking down a little bit more of that, that Mitchell Miller news, that prospect uh, from the Arizona Coyotes organization. It's been in the news lately. Um, as well as continue to kind of touch on the Blues' potential free agent targets and such and stuff like that. Pretty easy episode, nothing too special. Uh, how's your week been, Tommy? Been been busy, been crazy? I know I have. Uh, a little chaotic. I was out, <laughs> I was out of commission yesterday. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Woke up at like 2.30, only left bed to go throw up. So that was, that was a good time. But one uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're just one of those days you got face your demons, you know what I'm saying? But uh, today uh, we're back at it better than ever, feeling Love great. It. Love it. Feeling ready to talk about some hockey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, first things first. I mean, uh, I know Tommy and I covered this on an earlier episode, and it's been in the news all week. Um, just to catch you guys up to speed, so uh, earlier this year, the Arizona Coyotes had their first selection in the NHL draft in the fourth round, and they selected a kid by the name of Mitchell Miller. A um, couple months go by, nothing really too special comes out of it, and then all of a sudden, earlier last week, I think, the story broke that he had been convicted of like severe, severe, severe bullying and, and racial discrimination um when he was a little younger and big story big controversy we were all talking about it and then as of a few days ago he got his his draft rights renounced by the arizona coyotes uh so he lost his spot with them and he also was removed from the university of notre dame college hockey team where he was playing so we've seen swift action in the past few days what do you think tommy um i don't know i think uh it just goes to show like power of the people and like kind of everyone talking about the situation and giving their two cents on the situation kind of forced these teams' hands um, to move the needle in the direction that they did because Arizona made a statement when all of this was kind of like starting to generalize uh, that or materialize um, that they wanted to like help change him and all of this stuff and that's why they drafted him and everybody was like, that's a cop out. Like you're not doing anyone justice by taking this guy because all it's doing is perpetuating a culture in the NHL. Um, so they decided to go back on that plan and uh, renounce him. And the I believe the school uh, said they weren't going to rescind his scholarship. And then once they realized all the public backlash and all this stuff, then they were like, okay, we should probably rescind his scholarship and get him out of here. So yeah, yeah. Still I kind mean- of a bad look from both teams. Just from the genesis of doing the action, uh, like you can't take away the fact that you still decided to draft this kid knowing his past. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I mean, 
I think the one of the craziest things for me, and, and I don't want this to be misconstrued as like sympathy or anything like that, but can you imagine your Mitchell Miller just sitting around during the pandemic and then all of a sudden in the span of a week and a half, you lose your NHL contract and your college hockey scholarship just but just from sitting around doing nothing like again not yeah. sympathizing by any means like he deserved this and everything he never deserved to have the opportunity in the first place um but like goddamn as it must have been a crazy week for the uh for the for the old miller family yeah yeah put him through a mental roller coaster for sure but i mean, I mean hey taste of his own medicine yeah exactly i was just about to say taste of his own medicine yeah uh i think it was frustrating to kind of see all of this coming out and, and just looking at the fact that he was on a roster and had really, you know, wasn't sorry because it happened, sorry because he got caught sort of thing. Exactly. Um, and that was definitely frustrating to see. Like, you know, you wish that this stuff had been taken care of beforehand, had been kept out of public scrutiny and just he had never been drafted because of his past or had never been given a scholarship because of his past. But unfortunately, um, without the public scrutiny, you know, he was able to just, uh, still live out his dream uh, and, and make the NHL, get drafted to the NHL, and then public finds out and everyone kind of backtracks, covers their tracks, and rubs me the wrong way a little bit. You know, it's like if, if the public didn't say anything, then he would still be on the Coyotes and he'd still right. be with UND, which which is frustrating. But I'm, I'm glad to see at least, you know, the NHL using this as somewhat of an opportunity to, to promote a good cause, to promote anti-bullying and, and et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, still... I think they could have. I think they fumbled it. Um, I know a couple of days ago there was the report that Arizona was working on getting him to be a part of the anti-bullying, uh, an anti-bullying I saw campaign, that too. which what is a nightmare that would have been. So tone deaf. Um, yeah, it, it just seems like another one of those things where the NHL isn't exactly uh, fully up to date with with public opinion. Um, another example of that, unfortunately. But I mean, hey, at least they're trying. At least they, at least they made an effort uh, after the public scrutiny is happening, and and we'll see if they can learn from it moving forward and, and, and avoid situations like this in the future. Yeah, I guess learning. I guess the first step to learning from mistakes is knowing that you made one, right? Right, right, and that even you could even apply that to uh, Mitchell Miller as well. You know, if you'd said, well, maybe if if actions like this had been taken much earlier. Um, after the incident, maybe this right. whole changing him as a person could have actually, you know, been given a chance. But the fact that you, you know, we as fans can't really buy the whole changing him as a person thing because we've we didn't we didn't really know him before and after right. the incident. We only kind of just found out about it four years after it happened. So how how we're just taking you know we're just taking the organization's word that there's been change versus if this has been something that had kind of been uh, nipped in the bud ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and been kind of, you know, they gotten ahead of it before it even became a problem. I would, it would have been much more reasonable to expect. Yeah, you know, people can change and mistakes happen. Even ones as severe as the one we're referencing here, but it, unfortunately, it seems like a little too little, too late. Yeah, and um, speak. And what else is problematic too is, according to the report, it said like he still hasn't even apologized um, to the kid he was bullying. Right, I and then I th- I think that was something along those lines. So that might be a good place to start in terms of trying to turn over a new leaf for him if he wants to do that. Which I'm not even sure he wants to do that because it sounds right, like but, well, but I mean, even at this point, but it, yeah, just just the fact that like he still got drafted, like that can't really be like if like if he doesn't even think like this is a mistake because some people are so like 
like psycho they think there's nothing wrong with doing that to a kid which is just blows my mind but all of these like upcomings afterwards and like losing your scholarship losing your nhl roster like that kind of has to be a slap in the face of reality like hey maybe i messed up here but the the whole like drafting thing like that probably just perpetuates the idea that he, he did nothing wrong Right. You know, right. because when they talk to him about like making comments and stuff and they like he and he like apologized for like the scenario. I think someone said it didn't sound like sincere. I apologize that you were offended. That's right. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Oh, oh, all right. All right. We'll tell you what, before we continue this debate, I do want to take a short break and tell everyone about our friends over at rockauto.com. Now, chain stores have different price tiers for, for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and are, they're always reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible. Rather than changing prices based on what the market bears, rockauto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or even account login. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Uh, choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Uh, so go to rockauto.com and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. I think uh, the biggest issue for me with this whole apology tour thing is is it just comes off as a little disingenuous. Um, it's very difficult to kind of see whether or not he's genuinely apologetic and, and mm-hmm. feels bad or it's just the Arizona Coyotes slash UND PR people telling him what to say. Um, and that's just simply because the opportunity to kind of apologize genuinely and, and correctly was lost. Um, as we said, like the fact that this got swept under the rug to begin with kind of put everyone behind the eight ball. You know, there was no real chance for it for redemption because it's just too late. I think once the story broke, it was too late. It happened in mm-hmm. 2016 and kid had already been drafted and, and given a scholarship like you know what what what's to, what what can you really do now and even even then you would have liked to see a little bit more than just oh yeah we'll put him on an anti-bullying tour and and we'll change him yeah. haven't really heard any statements from him seen any statements from him or anyone like that it's 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 frustrating for sure it is and i i think you hit the nail on the head it's like talking about sweeping this under the rug because like whenever like the time of the draft, I feel like draft night or like around then is when this should have all came out. And the fact that it came out, I think, like just from like a random article, like someone doing like research. It was the, and finding, I, I thought like, it was, wasn't it the 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 kid? I, I apologize, I don't remember his name. Um, uh, Joni uh, Joni Meyer Crothers was his mother. Yeah, I'm not sure what the kid's name is, but what, didn't they speak out? Isn't that what happened? Me? I could be I, I could know. be incorrect, but All I, I saw I, was the article from AZ Central, but you could be right about that. But the problem like the fact that like essentially like the media had to be whistleblowers on the NHL or even if it even if it was 
uh, the comments from Mayor College, that they had to be whistleblowers on the NHL because, like, I feel like, I mean, obviously Arizona had a huge part in this, but other teams that scouted him too had to have known of this, right? Yeah. So yeah. all like the fact that this just wasn't talked about at all uh, is current concerning for the entire league, not just Arizona. And yeah, I'm reading the um, I'm reading an article right now. Um, unfortunately, Bill Armstrong was the one that had to make a statement on this, mm-hmm. which you know he wasn't involved in the drafting process. But the the mother came out and said, "I find the statements made by the GM, etc., and find them demeaning to our son. Are you aware that Mitchell never apologized to our son? Are you aware that two years ago?" He still taunted him. Are you aware this went on for years? You understand the mental damage Mitchell did to our son. Um, I respect you stating that he sent all the NHL teams an apology, but wouldn't it make sense if he was truly remorseful to send a letter to the kid that he brutally bullied both mentally and physically? This is it. Is it a surprise that he sent all the NHL teams a letter because this was for his betterment? Yeah. So basically, it sounds like she's saying exactly what we're saying, and like. Mm-hmm. He's just covering his ass and, and, do, and doing the whole PR circuit, but has yet to apologize to the kid and was still tormenting him as recently as two years ago. Um, that's, I hadn't read that up until right now, but yeah. that's not a good look. I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't seen the whole quote either. I just kind of heard of it. People like summarize it, but yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It, it's frustrating, it, it, especially like – you know, if you're that family, that kid and his mother watching him go on this press tour and like seeing him appear apologetic, and be like, oh, that's that's news to me. We never mm-hmm. received an apology. He's just acting all apologetic because it's convenient to him. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's that's despicable. Um, if that really is the accurate story that he has not apologized and continued to bully him years after the event, years after he had already been convicted of it. Yeah. First of all, if he was convicted when he was 16 and still bullying him when he was 18, uh, I mean – that's a difficult situation and it's frustrating and I can't even imagine to be in the shoes of, of that poor kid or his mother watching this media circus happen. Yeah, I can't even, oh my God, can't even imagine. It's frustrating. Oh, at the end of the day, a guy like Mitchell Miller doesn't belong in the NHL and I'm happy that he's not there. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Moving on, moving forward into, into a slightly different topic, a little more, a little more lighthearted. Um, Mike Hoffman is 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 a big free agent that has been has remained unsigned for a while. Not a whole lot of rumors on him, but I did see a tweet today from I want to say Pierre LeBrun or so, someone of the sorts. Um, not necessarily linking Mike Hoffman to the Blues, but saying that Mike Hoffman has the ability to wait until teams like St. Louis figure out their long-term injury reserve and cap space mm-hmm. and stuff. So seems like Hoffman wants to go to a contender. Seems like Hoffman is waiting for some of the contenders, such as the Blues, to figure out their cap space. So, uh, hey, uh, hey, Doug, uh, you might want to get a move on on that one. That'd be, Pick up uh, the phone, man. <laughs> 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 no, but dude, you're right though. Like, honestly, it, it, it would probably behoove like Hoffman to go to a contender because I feel like he's, he hasn't really played behoove. on. It, you know what I'm saying? He hasn't really played on like a powerhouse team before in his career. So I and he's still putting up like 30 goals, right? So if he actually has some help, some guys that can feed him the puck, uh, get him some open space on the ice, maybe on a team like the St. Louis Blues. Uh, who would get 7.5 mil at least once the long-term injured reserve thing kind of sorts itself out. Um, uh, you think I'd, That'd probably be enough money to sign Mike Hoffman. 
I searched uh, Mike Hoffman blues on Twitter, and the first thing that came up was a two-year-old article from Joey. Uh, no way. Yeah, <laughs> blues dope. are actively pursuing Mike Hoffman. That's dope. But I mean, that being said, Mike Hoffman has been in St. Louis's radar for a while. Right. I feel like he's a name that constantly comes up, and it would make a lot of sense for Armstrong to go after him now because this is probably the time where we most need a guy like Mike Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I don't think it's very realistic with, with the cap space and all that, but you never you know. Also gotta, you also got to think, too, like what kind of – what other teams are in the market for like a top six forward right now that also could potentially have the cap space to get Mike Hoffman. That also would actually be a contender where Mike Hoffman would want to go. Mm-hmm. You, know, you kind of got to hit the, hit the trifecta here. Uh, maybe a team like Boston. I don't know, but just because they didn't make a lot of like waves in the off season and they lost Tory Krug, um, mm-hmm. so they could try to improve. But I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like a Blues team is, especially the way it's built right now, is, is a very attractive option to a guy like Mike Hoffman. Absolutely, absolutely, I would agree. And speaking of speaking of attractive options, speaking of of things we enjoy in general, Tommy, I like where this is like- going. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever, uh, if you've ever like gotten up to go to a workout or or even like a tough day at work on the job, whatever, and you're just you just feel sluggish, you feel groggy, you feel like there's that those cobwebs, that mental wall that you not can't feeling get attractive. Through. Yeah, not feeling attractive. You you've been there, right? We've all been there. Oh yeah. You you wake up and it feels like you've been, been napping for forty five years. Today. <laughs> Today. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what, Tommy? You know what, Tommy? If you want to be the best at whatever you do. That's what Bill Goke can do for you. Bill Goke helps you break through your wall. Whether it is a mental or physical wall, you can break through it with Bill Goke every single day. Now, Bill Goke is a workout gel. It comes in easy to take 1.5 ounce packages. So like I was saying, you got a tough day at work, slip it in slip it in your back pocket, bring it with you, have it with your lunch break. You, you, you're going out for a nice round of golf, take it, take it after the front nine, power you through the back nine. Or you're just you're just lounging around the house doing some errands, and, and you're getting tired. Just keep it in your pocket. Take take it take it in the car with you. Whatever you need. It'll it, it's so easy. It's convenient, and it tastes amazing. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without that crash feeling. So it is. It's and it's all natural. So it's better for the body. Three delicious flavors: peanut butter, honey chocolate coconut and chocolate mint uh bilco combines energy gel with collagen protein now that collagen protein is a fa- is fast absorbing so it gets into your system fast and it's easy on your stomach you don't get that gross groggy gurgly stomach feel don't have to worry about that and it's loaded with good stuff to help ignite your work including beta alanine vitamin b3 honey and just a little kick of caffeine um it also includes over 10,000% of your daily needs for vitamins B6 and B12. So it makes you feel good and it makes you look good as well. Visit BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. All right. Tom. Sounds like it's a good hangover cure too. I could have used it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I, can, I can imagine. It helps you break <laughs> through that pick wall. Me up. Helps yeah, you break through God. that wall. Uh, all right. All right, so uh, let's see what else we need to recap. I don't think we've talked about the World Series together, have we? L.A. Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have. Uh, yeah, uh, Mookie Betts and the Dodgers won the World Series. Mookie painful. Betts didn't win MVP. No, he I didn't. thought that was wild. No, he didn't. We were both kind of like, yeah, it's got to be a shoeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, happy who, that didn't happen, though, right? You know who? Eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you know who won uh, LVP least valuable player Justin Turner what's up with that yeah I don't know what was going what, what's on what's up there? with that so he tests positive for COVID in, or his positive test for COVID comes back in the middle of the game so they remove him from the game and then after the game, they tell him, hey, man, you can't go on the field. Like, you really need to isolate. You really need to be smart about this. And he says, hmm, no, and goes in no. the field anyways, uh, celebrates with his teammates. And yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, he was playing with them. He wasn't a locker with them beforehand. I get it. You know, I get that he wasn't causing any more damage. But the fact that, like, the MLB was like, hey, these are our protocols. You have to follow it. And then once again, just like the Tampa Bay Lightning celebration, just dropped the ball at the very end there and, and, mm-hmm. and didn't listen to the protocols. I don't know. I don't know. We've had this debate too many times. I don't want to get into it again. But I know. But it's, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, just a bad look on the league as a whole, honestly. Like, I feel like the, like the league tried to do so much to like – not necessarily because it wasn't like bubble baseball, but trying to like keep all the cases down and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know, dude. There was a lot of people. Who was that? That pitcher was it Clevenger that just went out and partied in Chicago and then like tested positive. Then it's just like a bunch of players being uh, yeah. incoherent and not thinking past yeah, like past their whatever they're thinking in the moment. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I think we got to wrap this one up. We are getting low on time. But first, before we do, Tommy, what's your Halloween costume for tomorrow? Oh, my God. I don't even know yet. I don't have one yet. I ordered one, and then it showed up in my apartment, but 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 they lost the package. Hmm. So I need some ideas because I, I need some, like, quick ones because I haven't really thought about it because, like, I haven't been hyped. I haven't been as hyped for this one just because, like, there's a pandemic going on, so it's hard to get excited about anything, you know? Mm. But yeah. I definitely gotta dress up. I'll figure something out. I was thinking about being the uh the guy who always uh guy who was always photobombed like interviews and grab mm-hmm. the microphone and go like, hi, hi. like that dude oh, yeah, that because guy. it'd be yeah, because it'd be a because <laughs> it'd be an easy costume. I just get a mustache and then like a little goatee and then there a hoodie go. and sunglasses. There you go. But I don't know if that's too like niche. I hope people will get it. But well, I'll tell you what. We want to hear all about your Halloween costumes. So please follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Lockdown Blues. Let us know what you're dressing up as. You got some good blues costumes. We want to see them. Uh, you, or you can follow us individually on Twitter. Follow me at Josh Hammond NHL. Follow Tommy at T Welcher fifteen. Let us know. Keep us up to date. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, November's coming up. We'll be moving to three episodes a week. Uh, we appreciate all the, the listening and feedback on the five episodes a week. We're looking forward to kind of scaling back our content. We'll have more action-packed episodes that way. It's going to be exciting. Uh, but for now, thanks so much for listening. Hope you all have a great weekend. And as always, let's go Blues.